Today, I talk to John Rossman. John is a digital innovation business model strategy, execution, and scaling leader. He's the author of Think Like Amazon, 15 and a half ideas to become a digital leader. Enjoy the interview. Welcome to the Exponential Organization podcast. I'm your host, Lance Pepler. The purpose of this podcast is to bring you thought leaders from around the world, giving input into how you and your organization can grow exponentially. This show is sponsored by Darestorm, a leading exponential growth consultancy. They can provide services ranging from an hour advisory call with a network of over 6,500 consultants worldwide through OpenEXO through to the 10-week EXO Sprint. So visit www.ideastorm.co.za to find out more. Won't you do me a favor? If you like this podcast, won't you tell others about it? That would be fantastic. Now on with the interview. Today, our guest is John Rossman. John is a digital and innovation business model strategy, execution, and scaling leader. He is an advisor to companies and leaders working to innovate and compete with more agility and effectiveness. He's the author of Think Like Amazon, 50 and a half ideas to become a digital leader. I'll ask him what the half idea is. And that is what I'm looking forward to speaking to you, John, about. So welcome to the podcast, John. Lance, great to be here. Thanks, thanks for having me. Um, John, where am I speaking to you from today? You are speaking to me from the beautiful Pacific Northwest, so Seattle, Washington. Fantastic. My wife went there on an exchange program. So she's got a great love for Seattle in that area. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful area, especially this, this time of year. Wonderful. So, John, could you give us an overview of your career to date and your company, Rossman Partners? Yeah, sure. So uh, I've um, always been interested in the intersection of how data processes, people, technology, integrate together to create efficiencies and, and effectiveness and the right outcomes. Mm. And uh, I'm an industrial engineer by background, so, so kind of economy and, and uh, quality has kind of always been the, the underpinnings of, of what I've been interested in. And what I've had an interesting career in doing is, is helping lots of organizations achieve either scale or innovation by really thinking about how they integrate and put all those, those tools and capabilities together. You know, we like to, I see so many organizations just they think it's all about the technology um, or the data. And it's always the combination of, you know, people and policy and incentives and the technology and the data uh, that leads to the right types of outcomes. And, mm -hmm. and so I always see kind of the multifaceted playbook and, and leadership skills that are needed to, to um, get to the outcomes that we really want. So, um, I'm a, uh, I was a partner at, at Arthur Anderson. I then was at Amazon for four years. So I was at Amazon ah. from early 2002 through late 2005. Um, I got Sure, those are early stages at Amazon. It, 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 it was. It was a fascinating stage in the company. So I, I launched the marketplace business. Wow. So the marketplace business is over 50% of all orders at Amazon today. 
over 2 million sellers on the platform. I also ran enterprise services at Amazon. So I was responsible for other great brands leveraging Amazon capability. So I was responsible for Target.com, Toys R Us, and a few other great brands. And I left Amazon in late 2005. I was a partner in a consulting firm. The Gates Foundation was one of my longtime uh, clients. I worked with the Gates Foundation for over eight years. Mm. One of my clients there uh, came to me one day and he goes, John, you know, you do a really effective job at taking the little anecdotes from Amazon that only an insider could know and help put them to work for us to help make change happen. And he goes, John, I think you ought to write a book. Uh, and so uh, I've had kind of this journey of writing a few books. So the latest book, Think Like Amazon, 50 and a Half Ideas to Become a Digital Leader, mm. that book is really the full playbook of kind of the mechanisms and the strategies of how Amazon get things, get things done. And if you think mm. about a playbook, you know, part of the problem is there's 50 and a half ideas there, right? It really takes some wisdom and know-how to know like which idea do you put in place at, at, for the right effects at the right moments in the, in the right way. And so um, that's part of what I try to do is really break each one down and describe it in a way so that you, the reader realizes, well, this is, the right tool to put in place for this moment. And here's some steps I play. My whole goal is to give people actionable insights, recommendations, mm. things they can actually do to help make change happen better within their organizations. And that's, you know, that's the inspiration for my books, for, for my advisory business, for the keynote speaking I do is to, it's not about Amazon. It's about you and your organization and what can you do to operate and innovate on a more effective basis. Mm. Uh, so Ross, Rossman Partners is an advisory firm. I, I work with uh, a, a select number of leaders and companies in, in typically it's, it's either a combination of, of how do we create an innovative, a systematic innovative culture. Um, I'll work on core strategies and really getting to the clarity on strategies so that they can be executed better and around leadership and, and really practical leadership to create innovative, high operating teams. Mm. Uh, now, John, you might have answered this question and I think you have, so maybe we can move on if you have to an extent, but you've divided the book into really nice, succinct sections. Uh, culture, strategy, business and technology, and approach and execution. So you mentioned that Amazon's not just a technology company. It's got all these other things as well. Are your 50 and a half ideas evenly spread around those, those five areas, culture, strategy, business and technology, and approach and execution? Yeah, I would say roughly spread between those, those, <laughs> uh, those areas. Um, mm -hmm. I just I felt it was helpful to... Um, give some some structure to kind of like instead of just a, a group of 50 ideas some structure many of the ideas you could argue well hey you know that's a strategy idea but it actually has an execution component to it right mm -hmm. um and so there's no um uh systematic or, or, or succinct way to always to put a uh, one but you know if you think about strategy that's really deciding like you know what should should we do? Culture mm. is really like 
the, the type of environment and fabric we put in front of teams in order to, to create the types of outcomes we want. Business and technology is an ever increasing important component to how we get things to get things done. And then approach and execution is like, how do we actually um, make progress and test and execute ideas, but then understand how do we scale them? And so I thought it was a, a helpful framework to, so that you kind of knew where different strategies were primarily focused on. One of the things I like about the book is that each of these ideas is an independent component. Like you could just read idea 36 and you would have a succinct, complete understanding of that specific component. The same goes for any of these ideas. So I get, I get people sending me feedback about, you know, how they've just, you know, they started with a certain set of chapters, they work backwards, they pick and choose from them, they use it as a, a, as a book in a, in a book club. Um, and so you can really kind of toss the book around in any order that you want to. Hmm. And I think that's what we're going to do for the rest of this interview, if you don't mind. Um, I love talking about Amazon, and I recently interviewed Alan Krantrovitz on Always Day One and Steve Anderson on the Bezos Letters. And so, you know, it's fascinating to, to read about the success of Amazon. So I'd love to just bounce on a few of your ideas. And starting with no, Idea you, 7. You, you, know, you, you know, Lance, if I, if I could yeah. interject, you know. Sure. A couple of things that I think get get missed is um, I, I, I appreciate kind of all the books being written about Amazon. Um, most of them are from external parties, right? Journalists and people studying the company. Yeah. I'm really the only ex-executive from Amazon who's written extensively about Amazon. So I, I think there's an insider perspective that's that is unique in what I bring. And I, I'm always trying to like, this is actually what you can learn about Amazon, which I think is difficult for an, for, uh, an external person to do it. The important thing to remember about Amazon is what we, what we all see is the, the, the organization of today, but it was the DNA of this company was really formed very early and it was formed when they weren't successful, when they were being doubted, when it was a struggle every single day, when it wasn't clear if the organization was going to succeed, when the stock was flat. Mm. And what everybody remembers is that kind of the last 11 years where the stock has done nothing but kind of go up and up and up. Well, there was a nine-year period where the stock was essentially flat. And I think the story of Amazon and Bezos that gets skipped over is how they stuck with it when everybody was saying, you can't do it. You're not going to be successful. These are silly ideas. Um, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is a fad and it's going to go away. And I think that the lesson to take from that is that if you're truly going to change the nature of business and you're truly going to innovate, it oftentimes takes a very long, long time to have the types of results, but everybody wants super fast results. Mm. Um, and it, does, it doesn't happen that way, right? And, and I think that that story of how Amazon and Bezos stuck with it when it wasn't going fantastic and when they weren't seeing the results they wanted and when everybody was critical of them gets skipped over because all we see today is the tremendous success that they're having. And, and that's why I think, you know, when I was there, it was the early days 
but the the DNA, like how they actually tackle problems, how they think about leadership, those imprints are still exactly how they get things done today. So mm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but but no, no, that's fascinating. Really important, like that that pe that people skip over essentially the first 13, 14 years of Amazon. Yeah. Um, and they only talk about kind of the last 11, 12 years. Um, but really the, the DNA is, is, is created when you're inventing yourself and when you're struggling uh, to, to create success. And we, were you there actually present when they started to come up with these concepts? Were, were you oh, oh, in yeah. some of these so, meetings? So, so, How did it work? Was it, was it like so a grind or? <laughs> yeah. So the fascinating thing about, so yeah, I was there from early 2002 through late 2005. Yeah. That was really the time when Amazon, the first, the leadership principles weren't written down there. We were hammering them out every day. Like how do we actually make decisions? How do we uh, evaluate leadership? How do we evaluate effectiveness? What do we actually believe in that is, that is repeatable and tactical? Mm -hmm. Those things became the leadership principles. And secondly, we started to get clear about, oh, Amazon was really two types of companies. One, we were a retailer, but bigger than that, we were a platform company. A platform company is a company that builds capabilities, tools, services, that not only Amazon can use, but others can use. And from that general mindset of, oh, we are a platform company, that's where AWS came from. That's where yeah, Fulfillment yeah. by Amazon came from. That's where all these other businesses that Amazon is now in. When I was at Amazon, 90% of the business was books, music, video. I led mm. the expansion for 14 more categories via the marketplace platform business over the next two years. Then we started to see these repeatable patterns of, oh, there's a need here. Let's build a tool. Let's expose it externally, have external customers. That's the, some of the repeatable playbook that Amazon has used to grow this business. And that's what I kind of capture in this book is like, hey, these are the strategies that Amazon has used. Here's how you might think about leveraging that. Mm. And could you tell us about Jeff Bezos? Is he, is he, he seems like a very calm guy who thinks things through, but what was it like then? Was there like tension? Was there ever like feeling that Amazon was on a knife edge or was he, single-minded and determination and you as a team determination and you always knew you were going to be successful in the end uh, maybe i suppose it's a two-part a two-part question how is jeff bezos can you give us an insight into his character well, it, 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 and the it, second you know, one is you it, know the, it, it, it it's been a long time since i've been in amazon right it's been it's been 15 years uh, now yeah, yeah. i'm always testing with employees and people who've less like hey is it are these still the ways that amazon goes about it? are these still the tools anything new and i always get confirmation though no, john these are the same things that we do and that's really been the secret to their success wow. of avoiding bureaucracy is they have a very um uh consistent way in how they go about it and that's what i've kind of captured in think like mm -hmm. amazon but but you know and and so jeff you know it's been 15 years um i don't keep up with him but yeah. he was he was just a fantastic um leader in the in that he 
really paid attention to details. He pushed you to know the details and to think big in your business. And then he, he kind of got out of the way and expected others to get out of the way in order for you to execute uh, your mission. He was demanding, um, which is completely appropriate. Uh, but it was, it, was, it was always with the essence of this is a journey. We're going to have fun along the way. It's going to be hard, but hard problems are what give you reward when you solve mm. them, right? It's not easy problems that you grow by, right? You're like, mm. you know, your career is not marked by solving easy problems. Your career is marked by solving hard problems. That's what we're sure. here to do. Yeah. Uh, and so it was, it was, a, it was a fantastic uh, it was a fantastic experience. Now, can I ask you about idea 25? Because I always like to speak about Jim Collins' flywheel. And I'm going to ask you probably, you know, impossible question as well. Were you, legend has it that the flywheel for Amazon that's very, very famous was created on like a napkin that it was done sort of on the fly and, you know, then with Jim Collins. Were you involved at all with the creation of that flywheel and how it was put into in in place at Amazon? Well, so I I've I've seen uh, and I'm sure like I'm not to doubt Jim Collins and everything, but I never heard about his involvement in the in the flywheel creation. I wasn't there when it was being written out, but okay. we modified the flywheel when we inserted the marketplace business, right? Because the marketplace business inserted this important component called seller. Mm. And sellers were there to rapidly expand selection, which is what kind of rotates the flywheel and everything. Mm. And so, um, but the flywheel is a simplistic model, which is really a, a systems dynamic model um, of, of, a, of a playbook, right? Like, how do we expect something to happen? What's our theory of change about how this ecosystem uh, works together? And then it helps you decipher what strategies do I need to accelerate the flywheel? And conversely, where are the risks or where's the, the resistance in the flywheel and how can I take uh, action on those risks or that resistance? And so I work with a lot of companies. A flywheel is helpful, especially in an ecosystem when you're mm. working with multiple participants and you're trying to create kind of a system change. And so you need to picture how does the system actually work what are the challenges of that system? So how do we address um, taking barriers out of that system in order to get uh, the virtuous cycle working? And so it can be a very helpful tool to not only gain insight to what we need to do, but then to communicate it to others. And, it, and it's that consistent communication. I think of the many superpowers that Bezos and Amazon have, it's consistent communication of what our priorities are, what do we believe in, what's our strategy. They've been absolutely on point all of the time, right? To the point where their current shareholder letter always attaches the first, the 1997 Amazon shareholder letter. And, and the first recommendation I give is always read Amazon shareholder letters. They're, they're tremendously insightful. Yeah. Jeff, especially the past few years, has been trying to tell us this is what it takes to innovate. Um, but the first shareholder letter was absolutely, um, you know, he forecasted and told people like, this is going to be 
what Amazon is going to be about, what we believe in, and don't invest in my company if you're not here for the long run. Mm. And, and so it, it's, a, it's a tremendous piece of writing and strategy, but they really do believe in that consistency in communication points. Wow. Yeah. Something I've been thinking about a lot lately is strategy is one thing, but then it's relentless execution after you've come up with your strategy. Execution, execution, execution. And the challenge is you have to, that relentless execution has to happen through others, right? And so it's your ability to help them truly understand and to discover for themselves both the major points as well as the nuanced points Mm. of that of those strategies. And that's where, you know, we think we're all talking about the same thing, but actually we're talking about either subtly or dramatically different things. And so a lot of these strategies in the book are about how do you get to clarity in our communication and our decisions? And clarity means both simplicity of thought and completeness of thought, the right thinking at the right point so that we can execute upon our strategies. And especially when your strategies involve change, which is what innovation is all about, right? Innovation is always about creating beneficial change. Then that clarity and completeness of communication becomes like the, the underlying superpower that you need to have as an organization in mm. order to do it. And, and, and that is the essence of what I think Amazon does so well is the clarity of thought and communication in this is the future we envision and then mm. being able to execute against it. Hmm. Um, we've only got time for one more idea. So I, I would like to ask you about a very unusually titled one. You are what you eat, which is idea 48. What do you mean by that idea? You are what you eat. Yeah, so so I kind of <laughs> open up with my, as I do uh, throughout a lot of the book, I kind of poke fun at myself, which, it, you know, it's like, um, you know, as a, as a struggling uh, athlete, you know, as you, as you, as you age, especially like everybody thinks it's about the exercise doing it more and more. It's about the diet, right? It's Mm. about what you put in. Right. Um, And if you think about like, well, how do we as a, as a leadership team advance our, our thinking it's really like, well, what content are you taking in, right? One of the things that we did as an executive team at Amazon was we had an executive team reading list. And so we would read books and then we would discuss them uh, together. It's a tremendous way to help a te- not just you as an individual, but as a team to actually take in some new ideas, hopefully conflicting ideas, right? Like you, you want to fight against confirmation bias. So bring in some ideas that are, that are maybe odd to your group and then talk about them. How do they apply to us? So, so in, the, in this chapter, I just outlined like this concept of bringing in external perspectives from books, from podcasts, from speakers, um, from competitive analysis, and then talk about it as a team and wrap up with, well, you know, what do we do relative to this, mm-hmm. right? And that is a championship habit. Like that is, that is like doing the fitness work that you need to do so that you get the big insights in order to, to innovate going forward. And so it, it's essentially an executive team reading list recommendation um, and a real habit that, that uh, 
a company like Amazon puts in place. Hmm. Um, so, John, just to get back to uh, just to get back to Rossman Partners, uh, could you just touch a little bit more on that? Uh, I see your website's called theamazonway.com. Uh, and there you've also got all sorts of media interviews, topics that people can read, um, books that they can go to. Can you give us a little bit of an overview of the Amazon way? And I'll have all the details in the show notes. Yeah, sure. So, so um, you know, Rossman Partners, uh, we're a team that works with leaders on helping make change happen, right? Taking from Amazon and other companies, but Amazon primarily, and like, hey, here's how we make help grow leadership, make change happen so that you can innovate uh, and execute. Part of my business is keynote speaking. Part of my business is working with teams as a board advisor, as an advisor over a long period of time, helping to create change uh, within the organization. Um, I get asked a lot like, hey, you know, the book is Think Like Amazon, 50 and a half ideas to become a digital leader, what's the half idea? And, <laughs> yeah. and, and without completely giving it away, that the half idea is, you know, we all think about this concept of digital transformation as like, well, this is something that happens to the rest of the organization. The more I work with senior leaders, I go, it's, it's partially about corporate strategy and culture. But it's, it's a, at least half of the equation is about creating personal change in the executives that I'm working with, right? Mm -hmm. And so the half question is back to the reader. What are you willing to do out of these ideas, out of this playbook from Amazon? Which things are you willing to insert and give patience and persistence in developing a new perspective and a new skill in order to make change happen? Mm, fantastic. Uh, so I'll, I'll have all those details in the show notes, and I see there's media interviews that are fairly recent on MarketWatch and Yahoo and Forbes and CIO. So if people want to read more about you, they can, can go there onto your website and, and have a look. So John, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I thank you for fitting me into your busy schedule. Um, and I hope America gets over the COVID thing one day, like us in the rest of the world, and we can get back to inverted commas normal. But, uh, <laughs> Boy, so, 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 so do we. It's a little embarrassing, honestly. Uh, and so, yes, we, we, I appreciate the, uh, the sentiments and, and I hope everybody is staying smart and staying safe. Yeah, well, we, I'm from South Africa and we are unfortunately catching up to America. So <laughs> we're number five in the world at the moment. So it's not, not so rosy here either. But thank you very, very, very much. I hope you, the listener, found this as interesting and useful as I did. If you'd like to contact me, then please do. My email is lance at ideastorm.ca.za and my website is www.ideastorm.ca.za. So thank you so much, John. Uh, until next time, goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Has this interview with John inspired you to buy his book, Think Like Amazon, 50 and a Half Ideas to Become a Digital Leader? Then can I ask you to go to my website, www.ideastorm.ca.za, click on the Buy Books tab and buy the book from there. You'll also find the other best-selling books that have been featured on this podcast. That will give a little bit more financing and help contribute to improve this podcast. Thank you so much for doing this. <laughs>